We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 71 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I am managing editor at Pixelkin.org and the mother of a four-year-old. I am joined by fellow mom and publisher of Pixelkin, Linda Brenneman. Hi. And our resident dad, editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming and father of three, Stephen Dutzman. Hi, Hi Stephen. Hi, ladies. How are you? Oh, okay. How are you doing? I am just great. I love sports games. I love sports games. Basketball, soccer. Oh. I'm sorry. Football. <laughs> Football. Um, I love sports games. Um, yeah. That's it. Um, I've played so many hours of sports games over the last two and a half weeks. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what to do with myself, oh. and really more than that, if you include the three the week before that with NHL, um, uh, it's it's yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm okay. enjoying myself, but my God, I can't wait to shoot some dudes um, <laughs> because because once I'm done with the sports stretch, I'm into the first I shoot dudes with a robot friend, and then no, first I shoot people in World War One, yeah. then I shoot people with a robot friend. And then I shoot people in space. Yes. And then I play Pokemans for an absurd <laughs> amount of time. Um, not for you guys, for me. Um, and then I play Final Fantasy. And by the way, I just got word that my day job gave me the three days following the release of Final Fantasy off. Nice. Yay. So I have five days uh, to play Final Fantasy. I'm going to hook it up down here in my office. Right here. Cool. Hunker down and play the living hell out of that game. Um, because I'm going to need it. That's like my reward. <laughs> Great. That's Are you... Everybody listen. That's my, that is my fall. Sports, shooting dudes, but all of it's on the path to Final Fantasy. <laughs> Are you going to record it? Or, I'm sorry. Are you going to review it? Yes. Uh, He's reviewing it for us. Yes. yes. All right. As is he doing all the sports um, games, because you're talking about sports. I'm about to say, you're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, no. anyhow. Yeah, thanks, boss. <laughs> Appreciate it. I mean, to be fair, I did volunteer, so it's not like yeah, it's not like it, it, it's not like Nicole didn't get the idea from me. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little salty that she gave some of the Nintendo stuff to other people. Mm, yeah, only a little salty. It's okay. It's okay. Other people got to work too. Um, I'm so I'm fine. Um, I don't hate Eric at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, other people. But, by other people, he means Eric, who is doing Skylanders and Pokemon for us. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the, so the ones that I have, so the ones that are added extra that I got to do for myself. But that's okay because <laughs> you know what? Oh, oh, and by the way, the one like lock solid day that I was gonna be able to get some of these done. Yep, I gotta play Star Stable for twenty four hours. <laughs> um, so right. although you're welcome we, did run into a snag with this. <laughs> we ran into a snag with this you realize that it's not actually a free-to-play game did they send yes. you a code uh a bazillion years ago uh but i don't remember it but you know what i think we i think you can expense it it's not that much to buy the full subscription i don't think it's probably like 20, i don't even 20 I, I mean i don't know it said it was like yeah i mean it said that it's free up to level five i don't know how long level five takes is level five fast i don't remember if I even 
got to level five. <laughs> Honestly, I've forgotten so much about that game, mostly because well, of I mean, the rabid fan base that decided to attack me on Pixel Kids. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that uh, rabid fan base is going to have some fun with me um, because I'm going to be streaming it for 24 uh, hours on Twitch. And I don't know if anybody that's listened to me knows, I'm somewhat sarcastic. I'm going to be playing... A, a horsey game targeted at tween girls that I'm guessing is not played by tween girls entirely. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, else, I'm gonna wait, enjoy wait, myself. Who else plays it? I just thought um, it was probably I'm, all tween girls. You know, no. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I mean, you Steve- are aware. I mean, I would say My Little Pony was made for little girls. Oh, yes, you're right. Exactly. About that. That's right. And there is a huge population of grown ass men who, um, who love that show. Now I appreciate that show a great deal. I get it. I like it. I you also have a little I mean, girl, so yeah. I also have a little girl, but I but I liked it before she was born. Okay. <laughs> this is, I mean, the show had Weird Al on it, so by <laughs> default, I'm gonna like it. Right. That's just how it works. But. I mean, it's a show that was originally made for little girls to love. Yeah. And there is a population of grown-ass men um, <laughs> who um, who go to conventions. I've heard about that. You know? to, yeah. uh, to celebrate this show, yeah. which is fine. I don't necessarily have an issue with it. But what that does is that tells me just because it's marketed towards little girls doesn't mean that a bunch of, of men won't find it, appreciate it for what it is, and play it. I mean, that's fine. I mean, or Nicole was getting rabidly attacked by a bunch of tween girls. I'm going to do my research. I really haven't done a lot of work on this. The week leading up to it, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to read up on who's who went after her. I'm actually going to send something to the, the press or to the uh, the company yeah. and tell them that I'm going to be doing this. They'll probably the give you maybe... a code. They probably will give you a code if you tell them that. Yeah. Well, you know yeah. what? I'm going to authorize um, that subscription right here, right now, because I'm pretty confident that in 24 hours you could probably get past level five. So <laughs> well, if it's an MMO, so yeah. I'm hoping we'll figure it out. I mean... <laughs> I don't. I don't know how much it is. I really have been looking at it very limited. But when it yeah. was when I was like, "Oh, this is free to play. It's fine. I'll just not use the premium features." And it's like, "Nope, you you stop at level five. I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's complicated." But it's fine. It's fine. It's all for the children. That's what. That's the important <laughs> that's right. part. Right. Right. Yes. I'm playing this so that I can enjoy. Uh, so that I can support uh, the Connecticut Children's uh, the what is it? It's Connecticut Children's Hospital. Um, yeah. I forget what it's called. Um, Children's Miracle Network, right? It, yeah, Children's Miracle Network funds it, it, all, like, the, children, yeah. all the children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm, I, my team, which you can get to by going to extralife.org/slash/participants/slash/engagefamilygaming um, and making a donation, um, is to the it's the Connecticut Children's Medical Center (CCMC). Cool. Um, all of my kids have gone there for various things. So I'm supporting the heck out of them, and it's going to be great. I'm going to play. I'm going to play an MMO for 24 hours straight, while my uh, while my buddy John watches and laughs while he plays quote unquote real games. <laughs> nice. I'm looking forward to this. It'll be fun. Nice. He's going to play. He's going to play a hell of a lot of Overwatch because he has never played it at all. Oh, and I'm like, oh bro, 24 hours of Overwatch. Get me some. <laughs> get me some item packs. How about that? So sorry, I I subverted your show. That's all right. Um, 
I don't want to interrupt you 50 times during one uh, during one 90 minute section uh, segment. Because <laughs> I've learned on the Internet that doing that is inappropriate. So you carry on. All right. I this is coming, coming right up, though, right? Isn't this uh, marathon? November 4th. November 4th. November 4th. Okay. okay. Three days after my birthday. <laughs> I haven't decided whether I'm going to do it or not yet. I don't even know how feasible it is. I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. I should probably make up my mind soon if I'm going to raise any money. Have you, <laughs> have you done it before? I have. I did like it on your I, own? No, no. I did it when I was at IGN. We all went into the office and they kept they filmed us. And then we had some little segments where we do, do demo stuff. And Greg Miller and I were playing little big planet too and it was just he and colin started singing some bad song from the 80s i don't remember what it even is so i don't know things got um, really weird at about 2 a.m <laughs> i'll bet i will bet that greg miller gets really stupid when he's tired because <laughs> yeah. he's bordering on stupid just in real just in in reg right, and yeah. when you put him on camera at two in the morning he basically is like when when he's on point, he's just an insane person. So yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. Um. So and it it's the fact that he is freakishly tall and you are not the yes. two of you like on camera together with him being wild, it must have been pretty crazy. I'm gonna, yeah. I bet you that's still on the IGN. Uh, I bet you that's somewhere. Probably on well, the YouTube channel. We were sitting down, so that makes things a little easier because you know we didn't stand I, there to play games. <laughs> we were <laughs> sitting there to play games. I mean, I don't know. You needed got to do something to keep yourself. Yeah. But it's very different doing it by yourself. I will say that. Yes. But, you know, I mean, if you could convince other Seattle-born people to come hang out with you for the day. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I could do that. But, yeah, do doing it by yourself is terrible. Yeah. I don't recommend it to any human being. You got to have at least one person to chill with you. Yeah. Although I did realize that um, that I have Twitch Prime. Which actually, this is game related. So, like, loaded up Hearthstone a couple weeks ago. Try Twitch Prime, and you can get this free Priestess uh, hero. So I'm like, okay, whatever, Twitch Prime. Finally, saw the story on Polygon that Twitch Prime is part of Amazon Prime. So all I had to do that was is... was link my account, and woohoo, free Priestess for me. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah. That is sick, by the way. <laughs> like that. The I mean, I guess. Can we can we just call that our first news story? The sure. Amazon Twitch linkage, right? Yes. Where Amazon Prime through t created Twitch Prime yes. and rolled it into Amazon Prime is probably I think it, I mean it's super cool. By yeah. default, you get an ad free experience. Yeah, it gives you one free subscription to a, a subscription only Twitch channel, mm -hmm. which that means. Amazon pays them. So, for example, if you know of a YouTube channel that has subscript or a Twitch channel that has a subscription thing, mm -hmm. and you have wanting to pony up the five bucks, um, just do it and sign yeah. up for it, and get and then Amazon will give them money, even if you literally never use the Twitch services. Right. Just, just link if it. If you are an Amazon Prime member, just link it. Just pick a channel that is people that you like. And just do it. I went ahead and threw my $5 subscription over it. Kind of funny. I don't watch their stuff during the day, and that's when they do their Twitch stuff. Yeah. But I was like, here, have my $5 a month. So I recommend that to everybody. And, yes. I mean, an ad-free experience on Twitch, I cannot say how cool that is. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, especially if you're going to watch the International mm. or the, the LCS yeah. or, you know, or Evo, being able to hop in and not lose 30 seconds to, like, whatever Chili's commercial they put on there... <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, that, depending on how fa- depending on like, especially like fighting games, that's like a whole match. That's like half a match. Yeah, yeah. That you're getting back. So, and if you have Amazon Prime, which get Amazon Prime, then it's great. Yeah, yeah, should be cool. And plus, you get all kinds of cool Blizzard swag if you play Blizzard games. Blizzard you swag. Just sign up. There's a Hearthstone. There is Heroes of the Storm. Was there Overwatch swag? I think too. I think as part of this sign up. Not thing? that I saw, but it's gonna it's gonna come soon. Yeah. I mean, that's what's interesting. It includes game swag every month. Some of them will be yeah. free independent games that you'll get on like Steam. Some of them will be on you know, I'm sure a lot of it'll be League and Dota and Smite and you know, yeah. like the the big skin. I bet you eventually there'll be a Capcom one yeah. for like the Evo month. I think it's great. Yeah. Especially if especially if you already have Amazon Prime. There's no reason not to link it. I didn't right. know that. I'll be doing exactly. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, I'm, yeah. It's only a week or so old, so not yeah. a, you know, it was oh, last week. Okay. Yeah. We would have talked about it last week. It probably would have been the biggest thing we talked about last week, but I was sick and yes. we had technical issues, so I ruined everything. Sorry. Yeah. I actually didn't look into it until like Polygon wrote the article that said that it was part of Amazon Prime. Because play Hearthstone, a little thing popped up. There's a little message at the bottom that says, hey, try Twitch Prime and you can get this free um, premium priestess character. And I'm like, oh, whatever. Because typically going through the jumping through the hoops to get a free premium character is a pain in the butt for me because I don't play other Blizzard games. So I just ignored it whatsoever. And then I read the article on Polygon that is part of Amazon Prime. I'm like... Yay! I can get a free premium character in Hearthstone. So, and it's nice without having to play another. Without character. having to do anything, yes. And uh, and it's a priestess, which is the class that I haven't gone through my trying to get gold yet. So I don't have to play with boring looking Anduin. I can have a cool priestess that I can play with. Anyhow, so uh, <laughs> so that's that. Uh, other news. Uh, so. Skylanders is coming out really soon. Is it this week, Steven, or is it next week? It's like the 15th. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I'm terrified. (laughs) I'll look it up. I will look it up. You carry on. Okay. So anyhow, they have uh, launched their celebration of Skylanders with a creator app, which is available on both iOS and Android and basically lets you uh, create a Skylander. It's just, uh, you know, getting you all excited for being able to create one yourself uh, when the game actually comes out. So uh, they're also going to be having a contest for a 3D printed Skylander beginning October 24th. And all you have to do is create a custom Skylander and use the hashtag creator contest on social media sites. And you could win a 3D printed figure of your Skylander. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, very yeah, so that app is out. Be able to. No, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> the app is out now. So, uh, so yeah, if you got kids that are jumping all over the place, can't wait for the game to come out, you can give them this app, and hopefully that will. Uh... The app is out. Yes, the app is out. It's out now. Yeah, it's out now. I think so. Hold on. Let me read Eric's story it, it again. Is... <laughs> it's supposed to come out on the twelfth. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that is the case. Unless it's out now. I don't know. I haven't looked for it. I'm, I'm on my phone right now. <laughs> okay, you look for it. Then, Carry Steven. on. Apologies if I got that wrong, but you know how me and Skylanders are and that I don't pay attention. Um, other stuff. 
um, you might have another chance to get some of the sold-out Amiibo, the ones that sell that sold out really, really quickly, because Best Buy is going to... They're having a quote-unquote Amiibo events where they're going to have some of these old ones on sale. The list of them is uh, Lucina from Super Smash Bros., the Mario Gold from Mario from Super Mario series, Ness from Super Smash Bros., Samus, Mega Man, Sonic, and Pit. And those figures are going to be released on October 14th at their standard price of $12.99, where if you go to eBay and look for some of these, you're probably going to pay twice that much, if not more. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah, and you can pre-order them now. Go to BestBuy.com. You can pre-order them there. The news about the pre-order has been around for a while, though, so I have no idea whether they're still available or not for pre-order. Um, but, you know. So um, so that's coming. It's pretty cool. Uh, a couple more quick things that actually hit today. Uh, Voodoo Vince is getting remastered. Does any? I, I know Linda didn't know what Voodoo Vince is. Steven, do you know what Voodoo Vince is? No. Oh, no idea man. what it is. No idea. Oh, man. Enlighten me. Voodoo Vince was this cute little action platform, action platformer for the original Xbox in which you play a voodoo doll, a goofy-looking voodoo doll. It was adorable. Well, it sounds, it sounds, sounds adorable. It yeah. is adorable. So it's getting remastered. It's going to be coming uh, early next year. And the creator, actually, he wrote up the little announcement thing. It's on the uh, Xbox Wire, which is news.xbox.com. Um, said, like, it's funny. He said, like, well, you know, we were a little game. Everybody said that they loved us. We didn't really have any merchandise. And I'm like, no merchandise. That is a lie. Because I knew that I had a promotional Voodoo Vince doll. So I dug it up and took a picture of it and put it in the article. I see that picture right here. <laughs> that is proof wow. enough. I know. I'm like, wow. I have proof. Yeah. But the other cool thing that happened when I was digging Snarky. up. When I was digging up that thing is I found my plush portal turret that uh, says things when you walk by it. And like when, oh, I, wow. when I first bought it like years ago, I'm like, this is kind of goofy. What, are, what am I going to use this for? But now I have a use for it. I could turn it on and sit it on my desk when I'm not there. And it can tell me when Anna comes by when she's not supposed to. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. I'm like, yes, I have a use <laughs> for this thing now. It's very invigorating. I have to. I have to change the batteries and make sure it still works. But anyhow, I was very excited about actually having a use for this rather than just be turning it on and be like, ah, you know, and being done with it. But yeah. <laughs> so anyway. I'm glad it's not real. You won't be shooting her with a ray gun. Right. No, it makes, it makes, it makes a machine, it makes a machine gun sound. Good. But it also, oh God. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah. You know, it does the funny voice. Like they talked in the game, like, yeah. I see you and, <laughs> Target loss, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it says all that stuff, too. Anyhow. Pretty cool. We'll see how yeah. it works. She'll, I mean, she's going to come over and see it when she comes from school today. I have it sitting next to my desk. She's going to be like, what is this? Is this a toy for me? And I'll be she's like, no, it. it's your security <laughs> device. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyhow. So, yeah, so Voodoo Vince, if you remember what it is, it's cool. It's getting remastered. One of the makers is at Microsoft now, which makes me think, man. Maybe that's part of the reason why it's getting a remaster, but you know, whatevs. 
so other quick news. So the Nielsen Nielsen company, they do ratings on everything. You probably have hear most about them doing ratings on TV. They have rated uh, the most anticipated games coming up this holiday season. And surprise, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is one of the most ones. Ba uh, Battlefield 1, though holding its own. So Call of Duty Infinite Warfare and Battlefield 1 are both the most anticipated cross-platform games. Closely followed by Final Fantasy 15 and Batman Return to Arkham. I was kind of surprised that that one's up there because I haven't heard a lot about it. Um, and then for uh, uh, platform exclusive games, Gears of War 4 is the most popular, like even more popular than Call of Duty. Uh, this is kind of interesting for 3DS. Obviously, the Pokemons are the most popular, but Pokemon Moon is has a 99% out of 100 score, while Pokemon Sun is only 98%, which I found somewhat interesting. I guess people are more excited about Moon than Sun. Maybe they like night better than day. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Because <laughs> yeah. it's basically uh, the same game, right, Stephen? Well, um, <laughs> technicalities okay. now. I'm... Well, no, in this case, technical. There is a significant difference. The big one is Moon, um, is set twelve hours ahead, so it's actually you know, like nighttime, all the time, on that one. So it will actually be a different experience than playing regular, you know, other games because normally it's set to be whatever time it is for you. So, yeah. um, you know, so if it's noon, it's noon in the game. Um, yeah. And so the fact that that's set 12 hours different means that you may actually experience and catch Pokemon differently. Um, at least that's the theory. Mm -hmm. So I think actually it is a little different. Um, with that said, 99 to 98%. Is it 99 to 98? Yes, 99 to 98. I mean, I, know. I mean, they are different. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was just surprised that there is a difference at all. Um, anyhow. That's, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I would not qualify that as a huge difference. Right. But no, it is a not, difference. It is a difference, and I yes. Think, but I think, um, the, the, I think that the people just interested in trying something new. Also, uh, Bat Monster. Yeah. yeah I mean, the cool. legendary is a Bat Monster. Yes. I mean, well, let's get. We'll pop back to Pokemon here real quickly because I think it makes sense to do it right after this story. But interesting, interestingly enough, the most anticipated thing on PlayStation Four is the Batman Arkham VR, which was very surprising to me that it's a VR uh, thing that is the most anticipated. Well, second, what other PlayStation games are there? Well, the second. I mean Rise of the Tomb Raider 20-year celebration is the second most anticipated. And then um, Paper Mario. I saw that, Steven. Paper Mario Color Splash for Wii U. And then on PC, obviously, Steven, can you tell me what the best PC game? Who's Who, who wants PC on what? What do you want? Come on. You can guess what? it. Civil Civilization Six. Of course. Yes. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah. Great. I just wish it was coming out on Mac so I could play it. But oh. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to steal your laptop. And play. Oh so, yeah. Um, uh, that yeah. would be a, that I may for the fl for the cost of the flight. I may as well just buy one. Um, <laughs> That's so, true. Yeah. You know the um, it, the, I mean Civ Six makes sense. I mean it, yeah, yeah. back to the PlayStation thing uh -huh. briefly. I mean, so here's their launch lineup. PlayStation VR stuff, of which Batman branding is important. Mm -hmm. um, and then their their exclusives are a year-old Tomb Raider game. Yeah. Yeah. 
and um, that was likely played by 95% of the people that desperately wanted it because yeah. they found a way to play it on Xbox One, and The Last Guardian, which is basically an art house game that is attracting the attention of, like, you know, team eco-hipsters and, you know, not a lot of other people. I, I say this being one of those team eco-hipsters. Right. It's like, come on. I mean, it's a, it's an out, art house game that's been in development for 10 years. Yeah. I think it makes absolute sense that Batman Arkham VR is on there because okay. the, because the the bar was not set super high. Right. Uh Sony is not doing a great job this year with mm-hmm. the exclusives, but that's all going to be fine when uh, Horizon hits. What is it in February? So I think so. Yeah, and Horizon looks astonishing, and I, I so none of this matters because right. of Horizon. Yeah, Final Fantasy doesn't funny... even matter because Horizon. yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just funny, cute little thing. Um, I love that, you know, it's just, hey, Call of Duty, yay, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. so we were talking about Pokemon. Let's go back to Pokemon. I think that this is information that you were waiting for, Stephen, right? Is the, the of what the evolution is for the starters? Am yeah. I correct that that's what it you, is? Okay, so tell us about that. That is, in fact. All right, so... um. I actually have a YouTube video uh, oh, okay. that is going uh, an episode of the EFG show that will be going up tonight when I load it. But the long and short of it is that they they gave us the evolve forms for the three starters. Mm-hmm. Um, Owlet <coughs> turns into Dartrix, who is um, basically it's showing uh showing us kind of what where they are moving, like what direction they're moving. Uh, Dartrix has like cool emo hair and is very vain. Um, you know, and... I'm just gonna stop you for a second. I'm sorry, but I'm looking at the, <laughs> this picture of this Dartrix, this owl. And it, to me, it looks a whole lot like um, what was the name of the character? Was it just Big Mama in the Fox and the Hound? I I don't know. That's what it looks yeah, like bit. to me. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. No, a little bit. Um, it's a. Uh, so they they really I mean I, Rowlet was like the mean. clear winner for me yeah. yeah I mean absolutely <laughs> Rowlet was the clear winner for me right he was like a little globe shaped owl yeah a little leaf bow tie it was super adorbs also grass and flying type together is pretty strong typing um, for nerds who care about that stuff <laughs> it's okay if you don't care about that stuff I am one of those nerds who cares about that stuff um, and then. You know, Litten was like in the middle because it was a fire kitten and it was lit. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah. and then Poplio was like literally a joke. Everybody's like, oh my goodness, Poplio, he looks so stupid. Now it actually looks to be a little bit more even um, by nature of the fact that the evolved form of Poplio is um, like a like a dancer and a po- kind of taken on like some of the Jap- Japanese diva culture, even though they can be male because that's how Pokemon work. Um so I'm super interested to see what their third forms are. Um, you know, I'll obviously know pretty quickly because my uh, two my two sons will have the games on launch day. And, yeah. Um, will be and have, are already planning to have different starters. Um, so it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. I think this. I, I think this is neat. Okay. Cool. Do you think they're gonna tell us the third uh, form for these before launch or no? I doubt it. Okay. I doubt it. Okay. I think they're going to make us find out in-game. 
Okay. Or foig, as uh, right. ner- some nerds say. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they still got a few weeks of updates to give us because they've been coming once a week. So I'm just wondering <laughs> what else they're going to tell us. So anyhow. There are probably several hundred more Pokemon they can spoil. <laughs> so. so. Uh, okay. So um, No Man's Sky... Poor No Man's Sky. Uh, We've been talking about No Man's Sky for weeks and might even be talking about it for, for more than weeks. So, according to Polygon, the No Man's Sky is actually under investigation for false advertising in the UK, which is really irritating to me because it's just uh, people say false advertising false advertising is has a very specific thing if you're going to investigate and lit and you know uh press charges for it and this game does not have it basically um i mean i have the story up on pixelkin uh it says that you know the screens and the videos and whatnot that were on the steam store page were misleading and i looked at those screens and those videos and uh, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, you have to def- define misleading. So the screens that are up there, screens and videos are up there, I think, illustrate the best possible outcome that you could get in this game. So they're not impossible. They're probably not going to happen unless you play gazillions of, I- of hours of the game. But they're not impossible, and therefore that is not false advertising. And, uh, you know, this game is just getting raked over the coals for... Lots of stuff. Like people were saying, like the the uh, description on the Steam page is really overblown or whatever. And I read that, and I'm like, this is no overblown than marketing copy for any other game. You know, they all stretch the truth a little bit and all hype themselves up. It's just No Man's Sky is the the popular thing to pick on lately, which is kind of yeah. Not cool. I I don't understand it. I mean, it, yeah. why this game in particular? It's a small studio. It's not a really expensive game, is it? I mean, I don't know. Um, is it? I don't. It's a full price game. Yeah, it's a full price. But at the same time, it's it it's worth the full price. I would say. Even I didn't care for it. I thought it was okay, but it's still, it still it performs like a full price game. The problem is that it got the hype train just got way out of control on this, and people were really expecting yeah. the universe from this thing. And uh, and it's not. And in other no no man's sky news, uh, the subreddit got shut down <laughs> by one of their mods. Uh, and a quote from him says that it's become a hate-filled waste hole of no actual discussion, <laughs> which is why he shut it down. Which I can only imagine <laughs> what that Reddit looked like. Uh, but anyhow, those Reddit users, I mean, go figure, they're already upset about No Man's Sky. They got upset that their subreddit was taken away from them. So they've opened a new one with a new mod. And I just wonder how long it's just going to take for that to spiral right back into it. Someone said, I think it was on Polygon, they said, at least now they're just complaining about the Reddit moderators. And I've sort of stopped complaining about No Man's Sky for a little bit. So, anyhow. Well, that's good. <laughs> Wow. This is... Um, I think this is a um, perfect illustration of what is wrong with the way that games can be released, hyped, covered by games, media, etc. 
Yeah. The reality is the vast majority of the people that are games journalists are working in the enthusiast press. So their job is to be excited about things. Yeah. Um, Like, this is absolutely a problem, objectively, in the way, because... Unless a studio goes out of its way or a div- or a publisher goes out of its way to control expectations, mm. which is in a way shooting themselves in the foot, <coughs> um, it is inevitable that there are games that are going to be overblown. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a victim. This is absolutely a victim of misplaced expectations, of the stupidity of pre-order culture, and. You know, I mean, the reality is we have No Man's Sky won, like, game of the show at E3 the first year it was shown, and all it was was trailers. It wasn't mm-hmm. even playable. Yeah. It was getting games of the show awards when we had literally no idea what the gameplay loop was going to be. Mm-hmm. That is stupid. <laughs> and despite all of that, Sony knew what this game was going to be. Yeah. They knew. Shuhei Yoshida has been interviewed, and he said... We hung these guys out to dry by not taking care of them correctly, by not giving them a PR person to mm-hmm. control Sean Murray's message. Because yeah. the reality is this was their baby. This was their super dream game. Yeah. And no one helped them craft the message. They could have said, this is an experimental game. Yeah. It's super cool. It's going to have a nice ambient soundtrack. It's going to be this. Like, they were allowed to sell the dream game Right? Like, this was mm-hmm. the dream to be able to make this. This was sold. To, they were allowed to sell their dream game being made as the dream game to be played by everybody that was playing it. Yeah. And that was a mistake. And I think Hello Games is suffering for it. I think Sony is suffering for it. Um, the unfortunate thing is you couple that with the fact that people on the internet are dumb. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I mean, toxic gamer culture. Is part of yep. the problem here too. Um, yeah. It's just so overblown. Like, get over yeah. it. Go play a different game or go outside right. and walk around or take a nap. I don't know. <laughs> take a nap. <laughs> go to a party. Have a cocktail. Something. You know? I mean, yeah. really. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. I mean, I love games, well, I mean, but it shouldn't be your yeah. whole life and you shouldn't be spending. All your hours on Reddit, on the subreddit. Yes, I know. About No Man's Sky. I know. I, I stay away from Reddit. I only go to Ugh. Reddit if, if there's something very specific on there. Like, we have this nice, happy occurrence. And when uh, Steve Lubitz wrote a story about uh, using Hearthstone to teach his daughter math, which was an awesome article, someone shared it on, like, the Hearthstone Reddit. And we got a ton of traffic. So, woohoo! Yeah. Uh, I was happy about that. But actually, that that Reddit was actually very nice. Everybody was sort of complimenting and saying, Hey, wow, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And so people on Reddit can be cool. I just tend to try to stay away from it as much as possible because I think it would just yeah. depress me. <laughs> so. And it spirals down like that. That's yeah. A, that's, negativity. That, that's a healthy decision to make. Nicole, because <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, the toxicity, it's so just gross. Yeah. You know, like, and I, it, I mean, Linda hit the nail on the head, right? It's just take like, okay, you bought the game; it was sixty bucks. Like, 
are you trying to get your entertainment out of the game by, you know, like spending the requisite number of hours complaining about it? Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, there's no shortage of video games to play. Mm -hmm. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I stay away from Reddit mostly because I already have experience with toxic uh, internet people. It's probably worse than Reddit. When I worked at IGN, you see some terrible, terrible things said in the comments to your articles. Not even about the article at all, but just the fact that you're a woman and you're writing about games and all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, there were there were days where I had to just be like, like, no, I'm not looking at the comments because we were encouraged to at least look at them now and then and sort of participate in discussions uh, with the readers about stuff when there were like, you know, actual good discussions. And there were I had quite a few of those. But on some articles, man, it would just be like terrible. And if you're looking at that stuff when you're already having a bad day, it's just bad. So there will be days like, nope. Oh, just run. Can't do it. Yep. No comments today. Yeah. So, yeah. Good decision. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm through my news. Did I forget anything, Stephen? Usually I forget something. Yes. Okay. Tell me what I forgot. So, um, okay. So to cycle back to Skylanders. Okay comes on October 16th. Okay. The app is not available yet. The app is available October 12th. Okay. Um, there will be capacity to buy the 3D printed figures. Mm. It's not just the contest is some giveaways, but there will be capacity to buy a limited run of them. We just don't know how many. Mm. You will be able to also buy, if you don't want to spend the money on a 3D printed, which, which I'm sure is going to be at a premium. Yeah. Could be a hundred bucks. I mean, oh, who knows? Really? Wow. I mean, who knows? I, I mean, you're 3D printing a custom thing. I'm, it could be a lot. Uh, they have one for Smite where you can have a figure pre- 3D printed. Or no, not Smite. They have a World of Warcraft one where you can have a 3D printed version of whatever your character looks like in Armory. Um, and that's like $80. So uh-huh. let's just pretend that it's the same price. I mean, it's, it's a premium thing, mm-hmm. uh, but you can get your character printed on a card with the RFID chip in yeah. it, and you can use that, cool. um, and that's going to be available. You can also get your character printed on a T-shirt. We know that's 25 bucks. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. So, yes. Good gift. Um, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. I think it's cool. Um, so there's that. Um... And they are so they have they've made some Overwatch news. Oh, okay. They're working on two new characters, one of which is very far along, and one of them is in the development process. Mm-hmm. The one that is very far along is believed by the community to be the character Sombra. Uh, they believe it will be a melee stealth based character, which will be completely different hmm. than anything that exists. <laughs> um, completely different. Um, because they don't have any of those yet. Uh, they're also working on completely redoing Symmetra. Okay. Because Symmetra is, by default, the least played character, and not necessarily just in minutes played. There are lots of people who start matches in her and switch off of her immediately and never go back. Hmm. <laughs> Which implies that some people think she's only useful in, like, very limited situations. Yeah. Um, like, people will play her on defense, set up all her traps at the very beginning and then switch off of her as soon as they die so they can bring other characters in. Mm. So they're actually working on, and it will it could appear in the test realms, 
um, on PC anytime in the next month or so, some significant reworks, like literally rewriting and recreating all of her abilities. So she could end up being, by year's end, a completely different character. Hmm. Uh, one thing that they have said they are not going to do is make her a healer. Um, okay. She is, they have no interest in making her a healer um, because they have plenty of those. Um, so she's still going to be all about, like, support in non-healing ways. I mean, she gives shields and stuff. But, yeah. Um, so that's interesting uh, that they're not just going to make her another kind of healer. Um, I'm sure there are some people that are disappointed. But the reality is those are the requests. And the uh, Overwatch team has just been like, well, don't care. We're <laughs> not going to just make her what you like. If you want a healer, play another character. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Because there are plenty of healers and plenty of good ones, specifically Lucio and Mercy. Yeah, yeah. Anna does not get played worth nothing. Uh, they're they're they are looking into her, but they suspect that she's not getting played because number one, she's different, and number two, she's new. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. That's it. Uh, yeah, more Blizzard news too. Eric wrote the story for us this morning. I'm just seeing it. So, Heroes of the Storm. Is going to have brawls, weekly brawls, like Hearthstone has brawls and Overwatch has brawls. Overwatch has brawls, yep. right, Steven? Yeah. Yes, it does. So here, Makes total sense. Yeah, Here's the Storm is getting one, too. That's going to be a thing in all Blizzard games, I'm sure, moving forward. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So that is the news. Uh, who wants to start with what we're playing? Because I got a really long list, believe it or not. Why don't you start? <laughs> okay. Why don't you start with a couple, and then we'll rotate through, and then, you know, you can you can bring us on home, boss. Okay. So, speaking of Blizzard in Hearthstone, everybody knows that I've been playing Hearthstone, but I had another epic win <laughs> this week. I was playing against, I don't even know what kind of warrior it was, some type of warrior, and I was playing uh, the Dragons of Justice Paladin thing which you know whatever boring you know he had himself up he had 50 armor on top of like 27 health which uh, you know which is a lot it's just a lot lot for people listening that's a lot (laughs) yes um and so and then concede uh yeah i know but i uh from you know lots of uh lots of the cards in the dragon deck they you know play off the part that you have a dragon one of them is discover a dragon if you're holding a dragon so one of the dragons that i discovered was alex stressa or however you say the name which you can blow a character's health down to 15. uh so i did that with him that doesn't affect the armor it just put the health down to 15. and then there's another dragon character you can play that gets a boost in health and attack if your opponent is 15 or less health. So I was able to do that and get the boost. So, um, but anyhow, he was that far up. We got all the way down to having no cards, either of us. And the only thing he could do was, uh, you know, trigger his armor. And he had, he had the Justicar True Heart, so he had the, the double armor thing going on there. Um, but I had minions yeah. out on the board, so I was able to do more damage to him than the fatigue was doing to me. So from a a warrior with 50 armor, I started out the whole process there when we got out of cards at like 17 health. I won. I won. It's pretty amazing. Yes. (laughs) Well done. Yes. I'm like, man, Steven should have been watching this one. (laughs) I should have. No, because if I watched it, you would have (laughs) lost. 
right. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's well, Hearthstone. It's not boring, but everybody knows that I play it. Um, the big great game that I play this week is a game called Event Zero with the zero in brackets. It is a first-person sci-fi exploration game, but the biggest gameplay element is that you chat with this AI guy through terminals uh, all around the station. So the deal is. You're on a mission to Europa, and I was—it's always Europa. These sci-fi games that like have this dystopian thing—they always end up on Europa. I don't know. Aliens are trying to communicate with us from our games or something. Um, but anyhow, so this—you dock with this space station. Everything's in disarray, um, but you're talking to this AI. When you first get in the thing, he's like, "Hi, I'm your AI. I will help you do things. Like if you say open door, blah blah blah, I will do that." But as you talk to him more and more, you realize that he's not just an AI. Well, he is an AI, but he's not just there to open doors for you. He actually has uh, other things to say some of which are absolutely hilarious, by the way. Um, but you find out the story by talking to him, too, because he's, like, you know, one of the engineers that he really liked. It was his friend, and he's, like, she's not here anymore, and I'm sad, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so much fun and so good, and made by a very small indie dev called Ocelot Society. I love this game. Go play it. It is PC. Uh, my review is up on Pixelkin. Honestly... In contention for my game of the year. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I loved, loved your review. Wow. I loved it. You made it, it sound yeah. really fun. Yeah, yeah it's, it was just a blast. It was so much fun. Now, I want to make a caveat about that, though, is that when I first started playing it, I couldn't play it for more than half an hour because I was getting motion sick because it's first person. However, my wonderful technical husband pointed out to me that the reason I might be getting motion sickness might have something to do with the frame rate. So he downloaded this program called, because it's running now, it's running constantly on my computer now, it's called FRAPS, all in uh, caps, F-R-A-P-S, yeah. which will show you what the frame rate is in anything that you are using. So when I started up Event Zero, I'm like, hey, this supports 4K. I'm going to run it in 4K. Why not? I've got a 4K display. Except for the fact that it was getting about 15 frames per second. And my husband's like, that's part of your problem. Turn down the resolution, to which I did. And it worked a lot better. I didn't get quite as sick. There was still a part where I got sick, but I think, you know, there's a part where you're floating around in space and zero G and just kind of, I, I think most people would get sick at that part. I don't think there's a way to stop that. Um, but no, for the rest of it, it was fine. So, uh, so if you're having problems with motion sickness, you might want to take a look at the frame rate of your games because it really does make a difference. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I had no idea. Because <laughs> he was looking at it and we pulled Did up the thing and he's like, that would make me sick <laughs> running at 15 frames per second. So anyhow, what was that, Stephen? Well, I was going to ask the, um, so it was, so it was 15 frames a second. That, I mean, that must have been awfully hitchy, right? I mean, like, um, or did you not notice it? Because, I mean, or is it like a rather forgiving art style where you kind of didn't notice that it was no, no, hitchy? It wasn't that it was hitchy. It's just, um, I don't know, it's hard to explain. It was, it was just moving in a way that would make anybody really dizzy. Like, I described it in my review as the controls being touchy. So, like, if I move my mouse a little bit, it would, like, flip up to the ceiling and all that kind of stuff. So, but it wasn't like, like, game slowdown, like you're used to when you hear a slow frame rate. It was a whole other thing. Uh, so, slow frame rate doesn't just right. mean, like, you know, it's chugging. It's, it's other stuff, too. Okay. So, 
Um, so that's right. that. That's that. That game. It's uh, it's amazing. Speaking of 4K, played some more Bioshock. I had been just playing on my Xbox One, but then I got my 4K, and Isaac's like, "Why don't you check a look? Take a look at that. We've got it in the Steam library. See what it looks like." Oh my god. It's like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Um, I love Bioshock, so I'm probably kind of biased a little bit, but I didn't play a lot of it. I didn't play a lot of it on my PC, but I watched the kind of intro sequence where Andrew Ryan is giving his speech, and then the screen flips up and you get your view of Rapture for the first time. And oh my god, it was so gorgeous. Literal. Literal. And I'm using literal correctly here. Literal chills I had watching that thing. It was so beautiful. So even if you don't like first-person games, you don't really have to do much gaming to get to that part. Just go do that part (laughs) and watch it if you have a 4K display because it's beautiful. Um, And then what else? Puzzle and Dragons. Anna still likes playing that every time every time i'm playing something she comes up to me and she says are you playing the dragon game are you playing the dragon game um quick uh games that i'm going to be reviewing in the next week hopefully by the end of the week uh one is called huntsman winter's curse which is an rpg set in the the huntsman universe those huntsman movies the snow whitey type things uh really yeah, it's a serviceable RPG. It's, you know, it's a 2D art. It plays basically exactly the same as Child of Light. So, you know, serviceable. The story was kind of meh for me. Gameplay, yeah, it works. That's that's what it is what it is. It's not definitely my thing. I really enjoyed Child of Light, but the gameplay in that was sort of, you know, whatever. But anyhow, it's not a bad game It's if you like that sort of thing. Uh, and then What's another... it? Like, why does this exist? Because there was just a movie released yeah but like at some point who made it like well i want to know like something about because the movies are not like mega popular like this isn't like the game of thrones license you know what i mean well maybe that's why it was easy to have a game made off of it i don't know i don't have the developer written down um off the top of my head but yeah uh it's definitely in that universe because like you load up the game and you get the universal or whatever it is studio logo in there um plus the pr person told me that but okay yeah i mean it's it's decent, you know, for what it is. If you like that type of game, then you would probably like it. Um, and then I also played uh, The Turing Test, which, again, is a good game, except for the fact that it's very, very, very much like Portal. So much to the fact uh-huh. that as soon as I started playing it, everything was screaming Portal to me. The, the difference in this... Basically, is that instead of throwing yourself around places by going through portals, you're kind of throwing bolts of power around places. So, you know, you've got these little power boxes and you you shoot them with power. You can suck power from them to shoot power somewhere else. And, you know, you're it's first person. You've got an AI talking to you and. It seems kind of weird that the AI is the way that he is. And, you know, so anyhow. Very much like Portal. Not that that's a bad thing. There are definitely worse games to copy than Portal. And we haven't had a Portal-ish yep. type type game in a while. So if you love Portal and you're looking for something similar, this game will probably scratch that itch for you. Cool. And then um, uh, just yesterday, I actually downloaded two mobile games. I was just like, I'm like, I haven't done many looked at many iPad games that I haven't gotten told about. So I was just going through the store and I downloaded this game, which is a digital version of a card game called Paperback. 
which I think is really cool. Steven, yes. if you know what paperback is. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yes, paperback. Um, it's uh, really cool. A, uh, re- yeah, go ahead. Tell me, yeah. tell me your thoughts on paperback. Oh, I really enjoyed it. Linda, it's a word game, so yes. you would totally enjoy it, too. Yo. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh my, it's just called I'm Paperback. I'm out over here. Yeah, it's really good. I've only played it for a couple days, but yeah, I'm really, really um, excited about it. But seeing that that was based That's... on a card game also made me remember the one time you were talking about your wife playing this game that was really cool, but also available on mobile. So I downloaded Patchwork and have been playing that as well, and I'm really enjoying that yes. as well. Yes. 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 My board games are infecting this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah you know what? Here's what I'm thinking. One of these days when you're on vacation, I'm just going to talk about board games the entire time because there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> right. I'm just going to do it. So, all right, Linda, let me sell paperwork. Or, uh, is it paperback? Paperback, yeah. Paperback. Have you ever played the game Dominion? It is a card game. No, I don't think so. No. Okay. I'm not a so, big card game player. It, it's not like a card game like what you would think. It's more like Scrabble. So here's the idea. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, uh, yeah. So, well, what it is is it's Scrabble and Dominion squished together. So here's the idea. You start with cards in your hand that are, le- that are you know, the R-S-T-L-N-E basically from, you know, like Wheel of Fortune, right? And your idea is on each turn you want to make a word. By making the words, you earn money, which you can use to buy cards that are laid out on, like, this shared tableau with everybody else that is playing, right? As you use cards, you discard them. When you run out of cards in your deck, you shuffle everything up and then draw five more cards that will include um, the things that you, um, yeah, it's that. All right. the iPad you're showing me. So you are, you know, you're going to be drawing new cards, and some of them will be the things that were in your starting hand, but some of them will be the cards that you purchased. Some of them might be wild cards. Some of them might be cards that have special powers. <laughs> and the idea is to build more, basically make your deck better by buying better letters, letters that you know how to use, letters that have high value, and then eventually using that to buy higher value wild cards that have cooler victory points. Uh, on them, and eventually having the most victory points out of anybody in uh, in the game. Um, for those people that like, like I ha- actually backed the original game on Kickstarter. Oh wow! Um, the original board game. I have been a paperback guy for a long freaking time. We got a review up on EngageFamilyGaming.com of the game. If you are so interested, it is arguably one of the best word games available in board game format. The fact that it is available as an app on the iPad is a it's amazing. Um, I'm presuming it is well made. Otherwise, uh, Nicole, being the connoisseur that she is, would have said so. Um, my favorite part about this game is the art because it's all very pulp. It's meant to yes. look because you play as Paige Turner. Get yes. it? She's, yeah, a, yeah. she's an author. Um, and all the art looks like, you know, pulpy, um, you know, like, you know, fiction and romance and whatever from these different yeah. genres. A lot of that art was Kickstarter back or um, Kickstarter. Um, What's the word for the things that they get better as the uh, as you make more money? Oh, uh, oh, I don't know. What is the word? <laughs> They're uh, uh, stretch goals. They were stretch okay. goals. Oh, okay. So because this game took off, um, it did very well on Kickstarter. So a lot of the art was um, stretch goals from you know just adding new genres and stuff like that. This game is super good and patchwork. Well done. Yes. Well done. 
Yes. I, I knew you had potential. <laughs> right. I just I just now downloaded it. So Yeah. Now I know you that like you, that you can play multiplayer um in uh in paperback or uh, patchwork. But is there on I don't remember. Is there online multiplayer in in um sorry, paperback. You can play online multiplayer in patchwork. I don't remember if there's online multiplayer in paperback. Uh, I don't remember. I don't believe so. Okay. Not yet. Well, I don't believe so yet. Um, I was going to say, like, now you have to get a challenge. <laughs> now that you're rocking some board games on the apps, the next thing you got to rock is Splendor. Splendor? Okay. Yo. Splendor <laughs> is freaking amazing, and it does have online multiplayer, and I officially challenge you. Okay. Because right. I am damn good at Splendor. Oh, okay. All right. Splendor. I will go download it no as soon pressure. as we're done. Yeah, no pressure. Well, you know, I, we could play Patchwork together online. You can totally do that. Is it online? I would oh, have to, it's local, I think. I would have I to think. take it from my wife's iPad. I think it yeah. might be local. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah the cool thing Patchwork about... Patchwork is my wife's jam. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. I like it. It's very cute. Um, but the cool thing about Paperback, though, because... Um, because you're doing hands and whatnot, and you can only see one hand at a time, is you can do hot seat play, which I think is really, really cool, which most of the time you can't yeah. do at all. So, you know, you take your turn, and then you hand the iPad to somebody else, and they take their turn, and I think that that is so awesome. So, so yeah, I think that's 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 my list. There's so many games. Uh, uh, bottom line, Event Zero, awesome. Go play it now. Anyhow, okay, Linda, what literally have you been now. <laughs> literally now? <laughs> Linda, what have you been playing? <laughs> um, mostly World of Warcraft with my yeah. son, and um, we've got a new area that we've been playing in, and I'm slowly leveling leveling up my mage and mm -hmm. new gear, and I really enjoy it. It's really fun. So doing cool. that, and then a couple of mobile games. I downloaded um, Deus Ex Go. Oh, okay. A little bit, and um, a word game called Word Brain, where you word... Uh, you shuffle letters basically to uh, to win. So, hmm. okay, yeah, fun. And then a, a, a little bit of drum as well. When I get frustrated <laughs> about the the politics, I play, I so play literally, drum. what you're saying is you nonstop playing that game as well. <laughs> I've been playing that game a little bit, you know? I just, yeah. I know, there's something about it that makes me laugh, so I don't have to take things too seriously. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, we, we laugh to keep, sometimes we laugh to keep from crying. Exactly. Yes, exactly. exactly. All right, Stephen, how about you? Um. Okay. So I want to talk about FIFA. Okay. Um, this is traditional at this point. Every time we're on a podcast, I talk about a sports game. Um, but this time, I think it's super relevant because um, FIFA's really good, guys. Mm. Um, so here's one of the things. Once again, blown away by the role-playing game elements in my sports game, which is really <laughs> weird. Um, FIFA, one of their big new features this year. I mean, you laugh, but it's crazy, right? Like I <laughs> right, just, yeah. It, it really, I mean, it's absolutely bonkers. Um, so one of the things they added this year is this thing called The Journey, which is a mode where you play as this kid named Alex Hunter, um, and he is the son of, um, he is a, he's British, um, 
He is uh, half black and white. Um, his grandfather was a professional soccer player. Um, his dad was a failed soccer player. Uh, mm-hmm. He got injured. Um, and so there's that dynamic where his dad's really hard on him and really got the best of him that he had a chance at like a big soccer career and he got hurt. Um, <coughs> and so you play as this kid and while you have less control over your development and the game and how you progress through the story as you do in say, um, the, uh, like NBA 2K17, where you control literally every day of your life mm. as that character, um, which is intense if you think about it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you don't have that much control. Um, you go to practices, you play your games. One thing that I really like about it is you have the opportunity to choose to either play as just Alex Hunter or as the entire team. Mm. Um, so basically you can play the game like regular, which is something that you can't do in NBA 2K17 if you play as the... And it happens in a lot of sports games, where when you're doing the My Career mode, you are stuck playing that one guy, and if somebody else is, you know, shooting the ball, and they're passing to other players, then you're just kind of doing out. your thing. <laughs> um, which, you know, by itself is... I mean, that is what being a solo player... And, yeah. You know, I mean, you're, you're a wide receiver for a run-first team in the NFL. You don't get the ball every time. Um you know, so yeah. I I get that. Um, I think it is. I mean, it's fascinating. Um, I really like the story. I was really engaged up until the end. Um, not wow. going to spoil it for anybody. And how about this? Uh, I just said I'm not going to spoil it regarding the story mode for a soccer game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm not going to spoil I mean, it's not it's not the story to Bioshock. Right. right. You know? <laughs> Like, this isn't Mass Effect or, dra- you know, like, this is not the end of the, like, this isn't going to change anybody's life, but it's cool enough. Um, yeah. And you got to make some decisions. You know, you choose what team you want to play for. Um, you choose, um, you know, you choose, eventually you get put on a, on a loner contract, which is the equivalent of being sent back down to the minors in mm-hmm. soccer. Um, and you get to choose which loner contract you'll accept, which is kind of neat. Um, huge fan. Um, I highly recommend it. The soccer, I mean, and I have been talking about recommending and I haven't talked about the fact that the soccer is mechanically sound. Mm. The characters, like the character models and all the art. I mean, it, this is an authentic game. They have the official license for a lot of the different leagues. Um, feels like you're playing soccer. I mean, if you are not interested in soccer, then yeah, probably not going to be your jam. <laughs> right. Um, but even if you are mildly interested in it, it is worth playing just for the journey. Mm. Um, and how about this? Uh, in about six months, it's probably going to be free on the EA Access Vault if you have an Xbox Mm. One. So, wait then. If nothing else, it is absolutely worth playing on Xbox One when it is free, uh, under the EA Vault. Because Mm. the the journey is worth it. I think it's very cool. It's well acted. Yeah. I think there's, there's, um... This, this whole kind of trend is a little intriguing to me because, you know, lots of people who play sports games aren't really playing other types of games, you know, yep. the sports games are just their jam type thing. So I yeah. wonder if the sprinkling in of these RPG elements is trying to maybe get them to expand their horizons outside of their sports games. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. 
I, I, Might you know what? I, <laughs> I, exactly. I don't know that this is an intention. I don't know that this is done by EA or because I don't know if this is being done by EA or 2K to try and draw them into other genres. Mm-hmm. I think that might be a bit of a stretch. Yeah. However, I think Linda's right. I think it absolutely will. How about this? Let's just throw this out there. Um, Final Fantasy 15 comes out in a month. It's been mm-hmm. in development for a long time. It could fall flat. There's really no way that... I mean, there's no way to deny that. Even yeah. as a Final Fantasy fan, it could very well fall flat. Is it possible that my role-playing game of the year is going to be a sports game? <laughs> Maybe. Do you, and And... And is that bad? You know, I mean, right. at the end of the year, when we all make our lists and when we talk about what we want to do, you know, like the idea is I, we could live in a world where you're going to be like, hey, Steve, what's the best role playing game you played this year? And I'm going to say NBA 2K17, which right <laughs> now it is definitively better than the journey just because you had more oh, control. Okay. But <clears throat> but still, for me to be able to say, yeah, basketball game. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Wow. You know, yeah. In, a, in a year when a Final Fantasy game came out. You know, yeah, ask me next insane. year, Persona 5 is going to start the year and the Fractured But Whole will start, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the beginning of next year is the Fractured But Whole and Persona. And then sports games competing yeah. for the RPG of the year. I mean, wow. that's impressive. It is. Um, and it's something that I don't think that a lot of people were really expecting. Um, I absolutely think... That if you really are hung, if right now you are hungry for a role playing game experience, and it's about making choices and doing interesting things, go pick up NBA two K two K seventeen. Wow, legit. Unless you absolutely hate the sport of basketball, which is reasonable. <laughs> right. Unless you absolutely hate it, buy it. You will not. Re- I don't believe that anyone will regret it. Wow. Um, two other games to bring to the table. Okay. Uh, uh, two, and they are 3DS games that I am uh, working on slowly, working on reviews for. Uh, one of them is a sequel to River City Ransom. Oh. You remember that? Yeah. I'm looking up the name for it. So, um, because it's complicated, because it's made by Natsumi. So, yeah. of course, it's complicated. Yeah. I believe it's River City Rumble... Um, let's see here. It is, okay, River City Tokyo Rumble. It's available on 3DS. Um, it is, it's okay. (laughs) Um, haven't finished it yet. Still working on it. It is okay. Um, I mean, I'm enjoying myself, but Uh mainly because I remember, um, it mainly I'm enjoying it because I remember River City Ransom from back in the day. Uh-huh. It is unapologetically River City Ransom. The difference is, you know, there's some quality of life improvements, but at the end of the day, they're they're prettier NES sprites. They even eat the same way, you know? <laughs> I mean, it, this is one of those games. Um, so I, I am a fan. I think if you are looking for a brawler and you just want something to something light, um, I think it's absolutely worth it on your 3DS. Uh, the next game that I am playing is Azure Striker Gunvolt. Okay. What? That sounds very Azure's... Japanese. Is it very no, it's Japanese? Japanese guys. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, what I else could it? so far. I don't want to go so far as to say that it is Japanese as all get out. That's persona. That's persona, and we'll talk about persona next year. That is Japanese as all get out. Um, 
But um, Azure Striker Gunvolt, it's actually Azure Striker Gunvolt 2. Um, it is a, I mean, it's it's the Mega Man game that I wish Mighty Number no. 9 was. Mm. Um, you know, not so much with the weapon stealing, but with the, you know, action platformer on a small screen. Um, it is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very movement heavy. Um, you know, you, you are a... The idea is you are an Azure Striker, which means you are basically like a super soldier. Um, you have a little gun that does a little bit of damage, but if you shoot someone with it, you uh, hit them with like this little target reticle thing, um, and then you can emit your gun volt, which is like an orb of lightning around you, that if you shoot them with their with your little target thingy and then jump at them and trigger your sphere, you hit everyone in a circle. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a lot of I shoot you, I shoot you, I shoot you, and I jump, and I, you know, AOE the room. So it's a lot of, it's very stylish in that way. It feels like a cross between, like, Mega Man and, like, a Devil May Cry. Mm. So it's very stylish. It is encouraging you to do things in a very pretty way, um, you know, because you can clear rooms very quickly by shooting in the right pattern, avoiding bullets correctly. Um, very neat, very vertical. The enemies are huge. Fighting cool robots. The story is 100% nonsensical. This is a sequel to a game that was literally Japanese as all get out. At one point, you gain, you are given powers by a woman who I believe has uh, emotional feelings for you that is invisible to everyone but you, but she can give you powers and she has laser butterfly wings. All right. Nice. I don't know. Nice. Oh, weird. Bad radio, but I just gave yeah. the I don't know shrug because Japan. Right, yeah. exactly. Japan. That reminds me. Um, I, <laughs> sorry, I got an email about a game this morning. I don't even remember what game it was, but I was sort of horrified by the description, so I posted it on Twitter. So I pulled it up. So this is a description of this game. After getting plastic surgery, you can stalk a hot guy and get him to fall in love with you. That was interesting to read in my inbox uh, today. Uh, <laughs> what? Yes. What is uh, it? What uh, system is this on? Is this? On, I don't know. I don't even PC know. Or Mac? Uh, probably not. It was. It was definitely like a Japanese thing. Like even like the PR person or whatever I could tell was Japanese because of the way that they were uh, saying things in their email. If, but um, yeah, I saw if this that. This game is available for Mac. <laughs> Wait, I'm saying this. If this game is available for Mac. You can send me the code. Okay. I'll play it during the extra live stream. <laughs> As a palate cleanser from Star Sable. Yeah, so uh, here Star- it is. If it's, you want. If it's, you want. Okay, it's called Secrets of Me. And it's on Secrets Steam. Secrets of Me. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyhow. I'm looking it up right now. I'm looking it up right now. Because this game sounds fascinating. I want to stalk a hot guy. I want to get plastic surgery and stock a hot guy. I'm like, it's like he doesn't. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. This game has uh, its age blocked on Steam. Oh, wow. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, Anyhow. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Um, Uh, Oh, Lord. Uh, Okay. And on that note. I think we're going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or feedback, 
especially feedback about this last conversation, you can send those to hello at pixelkin.org. Uh, Linda and I are from Pixelkin. Pixelkin is a website for gamers with kids. We'll talk about all kinds of games on there. You should visit us at pixelkin.org. You can find us on Facebook, simply Pixelkin. You can find us on Twitter at pixelkin underscore org. Steven is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming. Steven, where is Engage Family Gaming? Have you found someplace new to be yet? Nope, not okay. yet. Okay. Um, and I'm kind of chilling on some of that. So here's what I want everybody to do. Um, number one, like the Facebook page. Every 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I go live Monday through Thursday uh, with the EFG show where we're going to talk about news and topics. We had a whole discussion about um, we actually talked about the sports game thing a few mm. days ago. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the Titan series of board games from uh, Calliope Games <laughs> as well as Pokemon stuff. Um, so like the Facebook page and subscribe to our live stream so you can see that because that's 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Thursday. Otherwise, head on over to the Facebook group and join the fun. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Well, once again, thanks so much for listening, and we will be back with you next week.